0: Happy New Year, everybody. This is a good start, isn't it? Collapsing stand. Excellent. Fantastic. Happy New Year. It's really good, really good to see you. Let's, uh, let's pray. Uh, Father, as we come to your word at the beginning of the new year, we are reminded that you speak to us through your word. It's your word to us. It's contemporary. It's for today. It's for this new year. And Father, we ask now that as we begin the year in your word, that you will encourage us and teach us. And we ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please would you turn to page 563, which is Psalm 46, which I just remembered we had at our wedding I'm not quite sure why we had it as our wedding, you know, a, a present help in time of trouble. Good. Who, who's looking forward to uh, 2017? Hands up if you're looking forward to 2017. Hands up if you think that 2017 is going to be a really great year. Okay? Hands up if you're a bit concerned about 2017 and you're a bit worried about what might happen. How many people put their hands up twice? Yeah, come and see me afterwards. (laughs) I suppose there are all kinds of I mean, the thing is, we don't know what's going to happen in 2017, do we? We have no idea. We have our plans for 2017, some of us. For some, this will be a significant year in terms of change. It may be that you're taking, uh, you're moving. It may be that you're planning something special. It may be you've got exams to take. But we don't know what's going to happen in 2017. And there are all kinds of things that could make us fearful. There are things about life that are really quite scary, aren't there? Things that we worry about. Who? What are the kinds of things that make you... Anxious. Anybody? What, make, what makes you anxious? Adam at the back has got something he's going to tell me. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't matter. Help. Help. He- health, makes us anxious. <laughs> health. That's right. Health makes us anxious. Anything else that makes people anxious? That worries you? That frightens you? That scares you? Ian? Government. <laughs> Good. There are a couple of things that I thought about, and they're actually here in the psalm. The first one is the natural world. I take the sea. The sea is fantastic. Some of you go surfing. Some of you go sailing. Some of you don't like to get your feet wet. But there is something amazing about the sea and about nature. And yet, nature can be very, very scary, can't it? The sea can turn from being something that's calm and beautiful and we want to get in the water, we want to enjoy it and then sometimes it's really, really destructive, isn't it? And then there are things that are happening around us and people and they can be very scary as well and I'm not quite sure what's happened to the quality of the images, but anyway. And as Ian said, I, we can be frightened about people who have power because they have the ability to do things that will make life really destructive. Some people are very frightened of this man here and others on what might happen in the future. So as we start 2017... I've got a great verse for us. It's it's the first verse of Psalm 46. So if you've got your Bible open, please keep it open at Psalm 46. If you've closed it, please would you open it. Psalm 46 begins with this fantastic opening. And I thought it would be a good way to start the new year and maybe even for us to remember it. God is our refuge and strength. An ever present help in trouble, therefore we will not fear. Isn't that a great verse? God is our refuge and strength, an ever present help in time of trouble, therefore we will not fear. We won't fear. Because of things that are happening around us. We won't fear about the things that come into our life. We won't fear because of the things that are happening in governments and in nations. Because God is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in time of trouble. Well, it's a great verse. Why should we believe that? Here are two things from the psalm. It's always a good thing to ask the question... When you get a promise like that, you say, why should I believe it? Why is that true? I know it's in the Bible. But usually the Bible will give us reasons why we should believe it. So here are a couple of things. First of all, because God is at work in the world. God is at work in the world. Verse 8 says, come and see. Have a look at it. Come and see. Have a look around. Have a look at what God has been doing. Have a look at what God has done and what he is going to do. Verse 8, there it is. Come and see. So, so what is it that we're supposed to see? Well, here are two things. Number one, we can see what God has done in his people Israel. So the Old Testament is all about God's dealings largely with Israel. And there were times when they did terrible things. There were times when they messed up. There were times when they almost despaired. There were times when they lost their country and their rulers and everything. And yet in all of that, God was at work. So the psalmist says, come and see. And so when we read the story of Israel, we need to be reminded as we read th- that story that God is at work in the world. And he's at work bringing about his purposes. And you can see that in the story of Israel. It's one of the reasons why we need to read the Bible and why we need to read the Old Testament. Read that story of how God deals with his people. Because that's our story. He's our God. And as he was at work in Israel, so he's at work amongst us. And therefore, we need not fear because he is our refuge and our strength. So please read the Old Testament. Can I encourage you this year to make sure whatever else you do, read the New Testament. but Please read the Old Testament as well. It's our story, and it's a story about how God is at work, even when it seems as if all has failed, bringing about his purposes. So the writer says, come and see. We see what God has been doing in Israel, but we also see what God did in Jesus because in the coming of Jesus in his life and then on his death Jesus is crowned king of everything and so when we look around at the world and sometimes we despair of what's going on and what leaders do and the things that are happening well we need to go back and see what God did When it looked as if Jesus, the Son of God, was taken by the authorities and Rome won because they nailed Him to a cross, but actually God was at work fulfilling His purposes and Jesus is King over everything. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Come and see. So I don't know what you're facing this year. Some things you know about. There are things that will happen to all of us that we don't know about. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. And we can be certain about that because of the way that He was at work in what we call the Old Testament. And above all, the way that He's at work. He was at work in Jesus, who is now King of all. So that's the first thing. God is our refuge and strength. We can trust Him because He's at work in the world. And secondly, because He's with us. He's with us. He's with us in our life. He's in the midst of your life and mine. He's in the midst of our life as St. Stephen's. I... um, I shared something last week about when I was small and uh, I was frightened of the dark. And and I can remember some occasions where it was bedtime and my mum and dad were talking. And I remember one occasion in particular, because it's the occasion I kind of fell in the fire because I was just trying not to move and I had my back to the fire and sat in the fire and they pulled me out very quickly. There was no damage done. I scared my parents, I think. (laughs) But I remember trying to put off going to bed. Not just because I wanted to stay up late, but because I didn't want to go upstairs on my own into the dark. Because I was frightened of the dark. And when you went upstairs, I knew that I would face a bedroom that was dark. And I would go past other bedrooms that were dark. I didn't want to do that, so I would put off going to bed. You never did that, did you? No. Because you weren't frightened of the dark, were you? No. And I remember there were some occasions where I managed to persuade my dad. It was was my father, I remember. And sometimes he'd take me by the hand or occasionally he'd put me on his shoulders and he would carry me Upstairs or walk with me upstairs. Do you know it was just as dark when we got to my bedroom as it would have been if I'd been on my own? It was just as dark. But I wasn't scared because my dad was with me. God says, He's in the midst of us. Do you notice that in that section from verse 5, God is within, amongst His people. It's the picture of a city and there's God there with them, experiencing all that they're experiencing. And in verses 7 and 11, that phrase is repeated, God is with us. We say things like that very quickly But they're very profound. God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in time of trouble because He's with us. Therefore, we can trust Him. So, two things. Number one, God is at work in the world. So, whatever happens this year, whatever Trump and Putin and all the others do, whatever happens, God is at work. In the world, bringing about his purposes. Jesus is king. He does rule over everything. And one day we will all see what he's been doing. And secondly, God is with us. And therefore, we need not fear. There's that wonderful phrase in verse 10. Do you notice it? Be still and know that I'm God be still and know that I am God. What the psalmist is saying is don't get anxious by what you see around you. Be still, be calm, because whatever it looks like, I am God. And I will be exalted among the nations. And whatever the great powerful figures of history have done or of our present era are doing, It is God who will be exalted and His purposes will prevail and they'll prevail for you. So everything that God has for your life that He wants you to do, you are able to do. There is nothing that God has for you that you will not be able to do. Because of your health, because of your circumstances, everything God has for you you are able to do because he's at work in the world and he's with you. So trust him. Don't be anxious. Be still and know that I am God. God is our strength and refuge, a present help in time of trouble. Therefore, what I'd like you to do is spend a moment or two reflecting on that for yourself. God is my refuge and strength an ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, what? Therefore, what? Although I've got that operation I know that I'm going to face, although I've got that exam, therefore what? Although I may be starting a new school, starting a new year at school, some new studies, although I may be change, experiencing change in all kinds of ways, although I'm uncertain about my circumstances and what's going on in the world, therefore what? So please spend just a moment reflecting on it. God is our refuge and strength. Therefore, He's your refuge and strength. An ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, what are you going to do about it? What's your response? Therefore, let's be quiet for a moment and then I'll round this up and then we'll pray. God is our refuge and strength. He's your refuge and strength. He's our refuge and strength here at St. Stephen's as the community of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Father, please write this into our hearts. Encourage us as we go into this new year, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen.